Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Details on the BVS Ultimate Cut. Lex Luthor will be in Justice League and the Flash feature film finds a dope director. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie what, what, what? The squad is back. Welcome, everybody, to the DC Movie News Show right here at the Popcorn Talk Network as Adam and Roxy... Uh, Kindly, um, pet sort of each other, right? Pet each other, I guess. Uh, just a little light petting, yep, sure. Just a little light mild petting. sensuality, mild sensuality. Not, mild. not Roxy went to the old studio <laughs> where did. we haven't been in about a year, yeah, since September. So it's, proud been, of you. it's been months. That's a great She's move. drunk, that's a great move. wasted, <laughs> clearly. Well, here we go, guys. This is DC Movie News here on the Popcorn Talk Network. We are at DC Movies SK. We are Facebook.com slash DC Movies SK. Welcome. We got the original squad here. Uh, you know, last night we were saying to ourselves, not a lot of stuff going on this week. And all of a sudden, yeah, uh, the a DC stuff. gods said, you know what? Let's give these kids something to talk about. Oh, yeah. Let's give them something to talk about. Not necessary. No, we were so nope. in tune. Moving on. That, that, nailed it. It's frightening. Yeah. Frightening we're so in tune. Intros, here we go. Uh, I'm at Jay Quasto. That man right there is the host of Man vs. Child on the FYI Network and FX Movie Download. Find him on Twitter at Adam Gertler. He's also the resident worst mocker. He's Adam Gertler. Hello, greetings. Happy to be here. I have your, I have your meat on my on the couch. Oh, that's so great! I grilled, I grilled a bunch up last bringing... night. It's delicious. Thank you. That was a test. That was I a tester. No, I was like, damn. But you know, so yeah, good. so good. <clears throat> Excellent guys. Next to him is the crown jewel of the DC Movie News Show, and she happened to drive to Encino first before coming to this studio. She's the host of very popular TV fights on screen. Junkies fighter on Twitter at Roxy Stryer because you know she's Roxy Stryer. You know, you know, you know it. Um, hi guys, I'm excited that I made it to the right studio eventually to talk to you guys about all things DC except for TV time because WTF. Right. That's how I feel. I'm just really sad about TV not I, being in my life. I right get kind of happy because it's like oh. you have anxiety. And I don't have to keep up. I can slow down for a second. Let me catch my breath. But I not even to get a preacher. Yeah. Come on. I caught up on Legends. I, I was wait, excited for preacher this week I and I'm like up on oh. everything too and I was disappointed but yeah. we could talk about that later oh really we'll do a fake TV time I want to check out that outcast okay. a real TV time yeah. anybody see the outcast yeah I did yet? so the I went Kirkland to the premiere thing? last night oh that's right you went. You were outside in the cemetery I was we went to the Hollywood Forever Cemetery we saw the first two episodes mm, uh, first two yeah and I think you can only watch the first one right now online, online. Yeah. yeah so we oh. saw the first two it was spooky I heard it was great yeah. people like it a lot really good really good Um, and oh my god he's just the nicest that was my first time meeting him and he was you amazing met him? yeah I yeah, did the red carpet and stuff oh cool so it was great it was really awesome and they seem like a great cast and great crew of people to work with uh, so yeah, there's stuff to it, tide us over in the meantime. It seems like this is the show that if it does well, he gonna get paid on. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. think like the first thing it was like not as much mm-hmm. The Walking Dead, and this one it's like really his name is up in front is really selling the show. Yeah, Fear the Walking Dead really he sold too, and now this definitely it, it, was that his idea though. I thought Fear the Walking Dead was the network's idea, and he kind of just like went with it. It was more like we're doing this with or without you. Well, I don't think they were doing it without him. Could you do it without him? Yeah. I guess. I mean, he said that kind of offhanded when he was in like the uh, Mark Maron WTF interview, and I couldn't tell if maybe he was being a little bullied into it a little bit. Uh, well, you know what? It, it seemed like there was more truth in it, to what he was saying than he was just joking. But I, I get it, you know. I mean, and honestly, I, I kind of wish Fear the Walking Dead didn't exist. I really do think it dilutes that whole brand. I've <laughs> never seen it, and I honestly like because I'm I'm always way behind on TV shows, and I, the way it's been explained to me, they're like it's just like The Walking Dead. Only a different cast. And on the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know about Fear, but I do know that yeah. Outcast definitely worth your time. Um, and all DC TV is worth your time. So if you're not watching DC TV over the summer, you should watch Outcast. But yeah. also Preacher. That's right. And there was a, there was a uh, talking Preacher this week. I watched so that. that was the difference. Very enjoyable to have those guys on the couch. Yeah. It was cool. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and this man right here, <laughs> very talented actor and DC inside. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Encyclopedia and the host of Character Corner, which we all know and love right here on the Popcorn Talk Network. Find him on Twitter at Mike Kalinowski because he's Mikey Christmas Kalinowski. Ho, 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 ho. It's only about six months away to Christmas. Dude, it's how, June. How, it's how, June. How, how, I know. What's it? Christmas in July is the. the... Yeah. That's Christmas all year Christmas. It's close. It's We're close. There, how you doing, man? All right. Doing good. Been Excellent. slow this week, so it's kind of like. We're in that weird season for, for you know, acting and stuff. It's like pilots are over and cast. Network yep. episodic is not picked up, so it's kind of like, now it's slowing down. So I'm just kind of like, ooh, all yeah. right. Well. Ba- doing a lot of baking? No, I'm new diet. I can't do the baking. I'm stopped oh, everybody. Eight, eight we're we're going low carb now? Not low carb. Just getting rid of the, I can't, I live by myself. I cook and I, I make, you know, recipes they don't make for one person. It's no. for, you know, sure. a family of five. So there I've got two dozen cookies at home. That's when you need Christmas to be uh, giving stuff that's away. That's exactly I still, right. How, how? I still dream of those those little bars you made. I'll make them again. God, one day. All right, well, I guess we'll get into it. Uh, starting off, a little fun story. Why not? Uh, Stan Lee, this past week, was at a Comic-Con in London, I believe. London, England, Excelsior. And someone asked him. Uh, that's a pretty good uh, interpretation. Someone asked him about, you know, if we'd ever see, like, a DC versus Marvel kind of feature film. And um, if you want to do his voice, feel free. Oh, I can't do I just do the Excelsior. Okay. All right, I'll give it a... Excelsior! Well, you know, um, that would be really terrific. And and we did a Spider-Man versus Superman comic book years ago. Of course, Spider-Man won. Ha, big laugh from me. <laughs> uh, a big, giant-sized book, which sold really well. And, and you know... I, I don't think there will ever be a movie like that because of the lawyers and the businessmen and all the contracts. But if they ever do it, man, I think everybody would want to see that. Excelsior! You gotta, you gotta, that's his button. There you go. It was kind of like a Stan Lee cross with Robert De Niro. I liked it, though. Going on, like but it, it worked Hoo-ah! well for me. That's not even he, De Niro, is it? I can't do his no. voice, but he has one of the most distinctive voices. I guess I was first introduced to that voice when, like... I would watch Spider-Man and his amazing friends, and the Hulk were back-to-back yeah. car- cartoons. Amazing block of television. What will Spider-Man and Firestorm do next? I mean, that was the first time I ever saw the X-Men, mm. saw Captain America, like those early crossovers. The fact that Stan Lee is still appearing in these movies. I know. I, it's amazing. And I just heard he said that he was going to do th- his next three cameos at once, which means they're starting to bank his cameos. Mm. Um, is, that of, is that because he might be dying soon? Well, he's 93. I mean, let's get them yeah. in the whole... You might, they might as well just put him in. He's 93? Yes. Uh, he's a very youthful 93. He is. Giving what he said, wait, though, do you guys think that we will ever see anything like this? I mean, he says no because of the lawyers, but do you think we could ever see some sort of DC-Marvel no. crossover? And I only say that because I, I was thinking about this today, and I'm kind of really caught up in DC's rebirth right now. And it just has me so nostalgic for... I read my old comics, and there were... Marvel DC crossovers like every year, like comics. And yeah, there I were forgot a lot of who those. it was. It was Axel Alonso and, and Didio and those guys, but Marvel and DC do not talk now, comic side. Oh, yeah. They're done. Yeah. Like, and they used to, I remember there was a Malcolm no, no, where they uh, took a comic, a DC and Marvel character and they bashed them together and they created like a, a new superhero and they did like one shots on those. Like, yeah. once a year, they did these great crossovers and. There is so much hate. Well, they're they're, them now. they're on opposite coasts now. Now you got a real West yeah. Side, East Side, um, you know, West Side rap battle going on. But you know what? Casada was just on Fat Man on Batman, and he like you know like yeah, the competition still goes. The right. um, good good weeks, you know, both in the news, big for comics this week. A lot of people talking about the Captain America Steve Rogers reveal, and a lot of people talking about Rebirth. Ugh. So I just think it's good that comics are in the news and people are reading them. Yeah. I mean, I, I I love that rebirth. I enjoyed the heck out of that comic more than like a lot of the Fifty Two stuff. What's in your drink today? I'm excited. You're it's so water. happy. Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm I love happy. it. <laughs> yeah, but no, you're right. I, I think money, when it comes down to it, money and greed 
is probably going to keep it from... Yeah, you because know, right now you have Marvel saying, well, hey, we have the conglomerate of money right now. We're making I, a lot more. I got to tell you, I don't like these crossovers because what I like about comics and, and, and the movies is getting so invested in the world. And when you do that one-shot crossover stuff, it just means a lot less. Mm-hmm. You're talking the comics? Yeah, yeah, just in general. So, I mean, I would think that it would be the same kind of thing in the movies. Like, it just doesn't mean a lot. Um, I got, you know, Batman and Captain America teaming up and Superman versus the Hulk, yeah. but it doesn't doesn't feel like you're in the world and what I like is is the investment in the world. You know, like that's that's what it's like your stories. It's the soaps, except with punching. I love that's soaps. what they are. All right. That's why with the Captain America thing, it's like, guys, they're soap operas. All my children has done that many times. Sure. It's all good. One life to live, General Hospital, yeah. Plus House, all things I watched every with day. More spandex out. and yeah. more punchy kids. And pro wrestling. Those are my so Same idea. Story. Exactly. Yeah. Same Jeffio. idea. A lot of swerves. So, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Let's get to BVS Ultimate Cut details. Uh, first off, we want to say give the details and then watch the trailer. How about that? Yes. <laughs> yeah! Okay, let's do it. Nobody else was saying it. Good energy. Yeah, Good energy. Go off on Roxy's <laughs> I appreciate you. Sure. I appreciate you. All right, so uh, we got both posters we're going to get. We got a 3D and 2D Blu-ray discs and ultraviolet digital copy. Target is going to release an exclusive digibook packaging, a 64-page book featuring content, and it's going to have the theatrical and extended cuts. So, cool. I don't know what the price. This tag one is. doesn't seem like uh, retailer exclusives per se that are great. Um, what Target usually does? Like, mm. I usually buy my DVDs at Target only because they usually will get exclusive, like a special <laughs> disc with behind-the-scenes stuff on it. Uh, they did that with Mission Impossible. It was like 60 minutes of behind-the-scenes stuff. So this one, it doesn't seem like any retailer's getting anything great other than different packaging. Sure. The Target's getting a book, but it's just a smaller version with, you know, a, a quarter of the art book. They're they're ramping up for a big, you know, presentation for this, obviously the extended cut and all that we're going to talk about. But, like, you got to think that the the luster is lost a little bit by the mediocre reception. Like, there's a lot less heat going into this, um, you know, I- into the home versions. I mean, like, if this was a film that was widely loved, I, I gotta think that there'd be a lot more hype surrounding this. Do they always release a trailer for an extended cut of something? They no. don't always rate an extended cut. More often right. than not, if there's additional content, they just put it out as unrated. So I find it very interesting. Why did they go to but the trouble of, of having it R-rated? Because because usually extended cut is just unrated and then you can do what you want because it's not getting a theatrical release. Because they're trying to tell people like, all right, this is this is for you. If you didn't like this because it wasn't dark and gritty enough for you. I agree Some with sensuality, you. Some sensuality. I agree with you. Style, I, and a lot more soups, apparently, right? I disagree with that. I think this is the movie that, like, okay, the big problem is, for me, the Africa stuff at the beginning. is like he saves Lois and then it's like, hey, they're going to hold trial on you. Are you not talking right. about the trailer or are you talking about what we saw from I'm the movie? I'm talking about everything okay. should we watch the trailer first then yeah yeah, 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 yeah. let's get into the trailer it. okay here we go let's get into the trailer let's make it happen Ooh, who is that that was Adam I know that, that was but... me men with power obey neither policy nor principle no one is different no one is neutral this video not in the film right if Superman nope. were here what would you want to say to him that my family too had dreams. Yeah, not, that's not in the that's not in the movie. Ask yeah. him how he decides. None that's of these images count. are. And that was not. That's a huge right there. Do not. Yes, that's oh, not the movie. See, there you go. There's a lot of stuff. Not in the movie. June twenty. Not in the movie. Is that yeah. Angry. <laughs> not in the movie. Lottery ticket? Yeah, yeah. That little thing. Not he's angry movie. and he's hunting. Those men, if that's what they think. Not in the movie. This is what makes you such a good reporter. Stuff Get out. Shut up, Oh, my God. Wow. I'm older now than my father. Wait, this line. Was. This may be the only thing Wait. I do that matters. So falls the house of... Whoa, life. he's at the Wayne Manor? We didn't see that, did we? Yeah, that... But we did see a little bit. But not the line of He cannot be ugly. In the world only It's your favorite, Lex Luthor. If you force it to. Men like that words don't stop it. Well, they did yeah, a great job of showing this is not in, That's not in either. Yeah. That girl was it. Yeah. That shot was it. She's got some frizzy hair. Is all some people I got some have. lotion for it's you. Bro. I don't know, man. I'm stoked for this. Now God is good. Is all the is dead. Does this obviously they can't show too much R-rated, but what part of this that we're seeing? I'm curious. We have to. Huh? Okay. Yeah. So a big thing people had a problem with, and and it was a little jarring for me was the I'm, Africa I'm stuff. He saves Lois, and then the next scene, she's like, "They're gonna hold trial on you." 
We don't understand, like, how did all the Africans die in that village? This is huge. That African stuff is huge in this yeah. movie. You see the drones going in and with missiles and all that happens. Then you see the repercussions because the lady that was testifying in D.C., she's being interviewed on news. I mean, that scene with him outside. Because everyone's like, oh, he's standing there in the fire after the Senate blows up and then it's over. Well, that's yeah. him walking outside with people around him. like, yeah. And he looks at Lois. I think this is going to give people... You know, when you're making a film and you've got to cut it down, when they said the film was originally four hours long, yeah. your pacing sacrifices, your, it gets choppy. I think this is the film we should have been given originally. We got an extra 30 but, minutes. Right? You know, yeah. you, you got money execs in a three-hour film. and If that's the case, then I, you know, I certainly take a lot more of the blame for the mediocre reception um, off of Zack Snyder yeah. because I know it was a team effort and the, and the executives and everyone and there's universe building – if that's the case, then what they put out, you know, you can only really judge on what they put out on, in, in the theaters. I mean, right. because Not that's... Not on what's the cutting room floor look at, or what's in the DVD. Yeah, and Eisenberg and uh, Irons have been saying it was muddled, this and that, because they, they were on set. They were filming. Yeah. They knew what got cut, you know, after they saw the movie. And then there's the scenes of Clark actually doing report of work looking for Batman. Yeah. That yeah. scene where he's, the, you know, trying to give the guy with the clue at the bat symbol, he scratches on a scratcher. It's like... Mm-hmm. I there's so much there. I'm just still confused about what we were talking about earlier, this being announced as R-rated. When we're watching this, I'm like, but what? What part? Well, they're what? not going to show you in that yeah. trailer. I, I know they're not, but what they're showing us is what it is that they're going to show us, the scenes they're going to show us. So it's even more extending violent. those. It's yeah. more violent. They it's say more, the warehouse yeah. scene is really violent. Yeah. More so Which than is exciting. And uh, that's what bumps it up to the R-rated, just you'd be surprised the violence? Between... Yeah, between something that yeah. is like Kill Bill, that movie, the second one I believe it was, or the first, the first one, that escaped its rating because they took the scenes and made it black and white. It was still the same, but Red Blood. Yeah. If you turn it black and white, is so no longer R rated. So it's PG thirteen. Yeah. It, they're so the censors are so. It's so asinine what is R and what is PG thirteen. Here's actually a tweet from uh, Larry Fong, who's the BVS cinematographer. Oh. I like this. He goes. Those of you who are fans will dig it. If you hated it, you'll still hate it. <laughs> that's great. I saw and I saw okay. people responded to that. All right. Good. I think that's a great, great response. Yeah. Hey, I get no problem with the cinematography of this film. Mm-mm. You know, this the, the, the movie looks great. Um, my biggest problems with the film are characterizations of the two leads that I feel like are departures. Now, I want to talk about this a little bit because I feel like... With Superman, there's a big challenge there. It's like, how do you make him relevant to the modern world, right? And I know that they made a choice. Not everybody agrees with the choice. I don't necessarily agree with the choice. Mm-hmm. You have a similar problem with Captain America, right? And you could say that they made different. They made choices to change Captain America and that he's more questioning the government. With Superman, you went darker with him. Okay, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. My biggest problem with Batman was that scene when he's saying things like, you're not a man, you never were a man. I'm like, when did he become this like frat boy kind of um, you know, yeah. high school bully jock? <laughs> that, to me, is not characteristic. Now, the issue about the excessive violence of Batman, which was a little bit addressed in the film, and then in this trailer... They address that more. See, that to me could have been cleared up more by focusing on that more that he's acting out of character. Then I buy it more. But it's just, it was just a few have, passing references. Have you thought of this line? Because someone and was talking to me on Twitter about this. The line of 20 years in Gotham, how many good men are left? How many stay that way? What if he's talking about himself? Right. That's great. Yeah, I always think about that line. And the I, branding, yeah. he was never branding anyone before this movie. He no, starts branding in the minutes. Totally, he's, totally. I think we're missing some... It, it, key things that got that are going aside. to be cleared up. I agree. I think I'm so. I'm stoked. I, it, I think that extra 30 minutes is going to really play in. To it. me, the biggest problems with Batman's characters are that kind of like you're not a man. You don't know what it's like to be a man. Batman would never say that. And also, you know, when they confront each other, he seems so you know just ignoring any logic, which is like he's a he's a his brain is so but tight. Now, and how are we? Well, okay, let's talk Jenna Malone in this movie. It looks like she's wearing a wig yep. and glasses. We were talking yep. about some people online said Cat Grant she is. What if she's working for Bruce undercover to get information on Superman? Yeah, I love that. And I still think I still think that Eastwood is going to be working. Oh, I hope so. I, I uh, really I still believe so. that. I don't think so. I don't think it is. I do because I think I he's the perfect age. Oh, I believe that. And well, I think he's think the so? perfect look. I don't think they would go that I do. With it. I do, especially with the old. Listen, know. and I'm not usually a fan of Batman having a whole was team. So intricate to begin with, though. 
But we're look, talking this movie. Check we're not this talking out, Squad. But I the older I Batman, right. I could see him having some more soldiers. Yeah, I really love the idea of that, especially since with the news that like he's J- he is Jason Todd. If he if that dead Robin is Jason Todd, then no, I don't need to see a red hood right away. But I do need to see a Dick the Grayson. The thing that makes there. me is that Bruce. He, uh, Affleck was on set of Suicide Squad in his Bruce Wayne wig and suit and stuff. So that to me is like, okay, I get Batman being in it, arresting Joker, Harley Quinn, whatever. But so the fact that he's there as Bruce Wayne, maybe talking to Dick Grayson somewhere, that to me, like he wouldn't meet Waller as Bruce Wayne. I don't know why Bruce Wayne would be in this movie unless it's to talk to Grayson. Yeah. I somewhere. really think that that's a thing that's uh, happening. I hope so. I really uh, think One thing I need to great. say about the movie, and again, this is a, a point of contention with everyone, the, the Martha bit. Oh. oh, yeah. Someone posted to me the closed caption version. Right. And it's crappily edited the way that they did it. He's saying he's got Martha Kent. He's not yeah. saying he's got Martha. He's not like my mom's name. He's telling him this is this person he's got. But the way yeah. that it's edited and they're putting Bruce Wayne talking over and grunting, to me, that is a small change that makes more sense. If he's saying he's got this woman, Martha Kent. No, that makes less sense. You mean he has her? I hate to, he hate has to, Martha Kent. He, hate to pick on you here, but that makes less sense. Why? Because if he says Martha, then he could think he's talking, Bruce could think he's talking about his mother. But he said, if he says Martha Kent, why did you say that name? It because doesn't hit him as person, person, I have to find this person. I agree to disagree. All right. I don't, I, I don't right. buy that. I think it actually makes less sense. The Martha sense. thing is still haunting me in my freaking sleep it's, right Because it's now. not, Did you the know, random great. Tony Stark's mother bother you in Civil War? I didn't see it yet, damn it. Yeah, oh. Well, well that's right. on you, brother. That's yeah. been out yeah, for a long time. That's been on you. I literally I have not had hey, time. Hey, we're not going to get into that. It's yeah. over and done. I literally have not had time um, to see yeah. that. We're over and um, done. With. People in chat roll are saying it is confirmed to be Jason Todd. I mean, as far as I know, the only confirmation is from a tour guide. No, I'm not taking that tour guide BS. I mean, I'm not. I work with tour guides. I've been a tour guide for Universal. You can say whatever you want on those tours. Yeah. The Psycho House that is on that property, are, we're told to say it is the original Psycho House. It's not the original Psycho House. It was used for Psycho 3. Do not buy what Psycho a tour guide. Three, my favorite of the series. But, but do not buy what a tour guide says on a tour. It's not. I wonder if you got candy. Okay, aside, aside from the tour guide being confirmation or not, do you think it's no. do you think it's Jason Todd's suit? I don't know. But seeing it up close, there's no bullet holes in it. Like we, everyone talks about. Yeah. I don't know if it was lighting or weird something. But on that suit, there are no bullet holes right here. I wonder if he got canned for saying that. He won't because it wasn't a big deal. It's like. You know. Yeah, those tour guides, they can say whatever they want. There's no... Johnny, it's listen, your Well, listen, words. I will say this. While I do have problems with the characterization of both Batman and Superman in this film, I'm very hopeful that when, when Superman comes back from the dead, spoilers, yeah. he's dead, um, then we have an opportunity to play with perspective. And Batman His perspective. is now going to be different as well. Here's a, yeah. great, here's a great comment from Gregory Castillo in chat roll. Girdler versus Christmas, ultimate cut. Nah. Wow. That's right. I'm in on it. All right, Roxy, I know you're going to be excited about this, I think. What's uh, up, Johnny? Jesse Eisenberg confirmed at MCM London Comic Con this week that Lex Luthor will be in Justice League. Here is his quote, and then I will pass the floor to you. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of in a waiting pattern. They just started filming Justice League, so I'm kind of just waiting for my crack at it. I don't know what I'm allowed to say because I feel like there's probably some drone following me from DC, and if I say anything wrong, I get, you know, picked off. But I love it, and I love everyone who's in it. It's a really talented group of people. He's just like a tour guide. Not allowed to say yeah. anything, nope. right, Mikey? Well, uh, <laughs> he's learned his lesson, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I know some people have major issues with him. He was my one of my favorite parts of the film. I thought he nailed it. I'm excited to see this. Um, I never doubted that he would be in Justice League. So this this was just confirmation yeah. of something that I was pretty positive about already. Yeah. We all, yeah, it would have been silly if he it. wasn't in it because he really introduces like it, the concepts of it. If he wasn't going to be in it, it would have been what we were talking about now. Everybody like trying to course correct. There would have been some weird thing going on because I think even the people who are fans of this movie didn't tend to like Jesse Eisenberg in this. Like you, yeah. Mikey Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I I admired what he did. I think it was it, a, it was something different. And there honestly there were parts that I there was there were literally scenes that yes. I liked with him and then scenes that I thought were so off. Up the rails. until he went to the Kryptonian ship. I was on board with him. Like, and then I love there, when he's walking, that shot of his shoes, and he's, like, walking down sure, yeah. with the with the briefcase. I love that. Yeah, I love him with the candy. Jolly yeah. I just want Jolly I love that Jolly Rancher Jesse. Uh-huh. Uh, I even love when he's kind of doing giving the speech at the party. But yeah. I don't love, like, the rooftop stuff. After and the, the Kryptonian ship. Exactly. Re- and as long could as this have... be fixed in the ultimate cut? Is there stuff in that Kryptonian ship? We know of the... The uh, scene with Steppenwolf in there. Mm-hmm. So, will it explain? I'd yeah. like to hope there's something more Jesse Eisenberg in there that would explain uh, the switch. Uh, speaking of, uh, well, breaking news that we've had, uh, The Flash now has a director. 
Um, I already forgot how to pronounce his last name. Uh, and we rehearsed uh, it, too. Uh, uh, um, Mr. Dope. Uh, uh, Fumiawa. 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 Yeah. Yes, he was the director of the film Dope, Dope that one came of the out. Best movies of last year. About a year ago. Yeah. It was. It was a huge movie last year. Big, big, big. Uh, well, critical darling. A critical darling. It was. Last I wouldn't year. say it's a huge movie, but yeah, critical it's darling. As far as being so small, because it, came it was out of shot nowhere. on all iPhones, and that gave it a lot of credit. I would like say that. it's yeah. as big but a, it's a film, good movie. Something it, like that with no or all natural light, no like mostly on phones. There was some crazy thing about the way that it was shot. It is as big a film for the superhero. Genre as cake is for women in superhero films. I would think that's fair to say. What? That's a callback to some old still, Roxy yeah. Stryer really stuff. Really old. You know? And still uh, Alice. What did I miss? Uh, yeah. Is that from before my time? Boom. Yeah. Um, but I, w- I will tell you guys that little tangent. I'm really bummed about Dope because I wanted to see Dope and they offer it on every single airplane. Uh, but when I get on the airplane to watch it, I tweeted out saying, "Should I see Dope?" And everybody says, "You can't watch it on the airplane. They cut out two scenes that make the movie oh. what it is. You won't be able to understand what's happening." On it. Really? So I have yet to see Dope. Oh, I have Netflix? Do you have Netflix? Do you want to rent it or something yeah. and watch it? Yeah. Go to I think I have the screener of it. You do? The word screener. Yeah, I think it, so. it's I'll stupid that I haven't seen it yet, but I hear amazing things. What do you guys think about him directing The Flash? Interesting choice. Dope is obviously a very different tone. Up and comer. So we have uh, the Lord and Miller treatment for the film, the script by Graham Smith. Right, the guy that was originally attacked to so. direct it, and now this guy being brought on. I, I mean, I gotta be positive about it. If things are moving forward... Oh, sorry, guys. Tangerine was the one that was shot like that. Oh, okay. Sorry, okay. sorry. Um, you know, it's an interesting choice. Like, yeah, up-and-coming filmmaker. Dope is a real character piece. Flash, you want to have a lot of character. You gotta buy into in, into the world of this guy. It's a real... There's gonna be a quirky humor to the film that we already, you know, kind of got from what we saw in, B- in BBS. I loved the Flash in BBS. Like, I like that yeah. little bit of characterization. I thought he brought a lot to, to so little screen time yeah. that I'm very encouraged um, so I think this is good news. I mean, you know, until it's bad news, it's good news. <laughs> well, Roxy, let's go to we'll go get dope at Blockbuster. We'll find them when it's open. We'll oh, you, you're you think you're existing in the time of uh, uh, of the music that the lead character on, uh, liked? Yeah, Blockbuster on Earth One. Yeah, yeah, we'll go to Earth One and find a Blockbuster. That's funny. The character is obsessed with the '90s and '90s hip hop. Yeah. So it's so like am I. It's that me. was also around the rise of blockbuster video. So essentially, me. They Enjoy care. It. They're all me. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So yeah, good stuff there. We're looking forward to, to seeing how it plays out, and that just dropped uh, about two hours ago. So party on. Uh, Jeremy Irons we already mentioned this earlier in the show. He uh, didn't mince words when talking about BBS. He says, uh, I was surprised that he came out this strongly with well, it. Well, you know, he's Jeremy Irons. I love it. He's yeah. an old British actor. He's allowed to say whatever the heck he wants. And he's really good. He says, I, uh, I kind of appreciate this rather than him saying, I don't know what people thought. I thought the film was fine. You know, like, he's like, well, rightly so. It's a bit muddled, you know. He's like, well, I'm, I'm signed up for the Batman, which is good because... I think Johnny was going to read the quote. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know. I've got it quite interpreted here, yeah, you know. Okay. Not that I need to get money, but it's good to have it keep ticking over. Do you want to do it in Michael Caine voice? That's oh, it. You could read the quote? That's oh, not Michael Caine. Okay, sorry. He would be well, insulted. Just, can you do a British accent, though, and read it? No, I can't do a British oh, accent. I can every do time it. I, every time I try and do British, it comes out as Michael uh, Caine. Right there. Governor, perfect. That's all I want. What? <laughs> Deservedly so. I mean, it took no, eight hours. No, million. no. So the kicking didn't matter, but it was sort of overstuffed. It was very muddled. Are you gonna laugh? Are you gonna laugh at me? <laughs> I think Just the next piss. one will be simpler. The script is certainly a lot smaller. It's more linear. Mm. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. So <laughs> I, I like I like what he said. You know, because it's fair. Um, but oh my Lord. do you think, um, you know, what people were sort of hanging on was he's like, well, I'm tied into the Batman. So people have taken that to mean like that's confirmation of the title of the solo film. I took it more as just that he's tied into the Batman universe, meaning like Can, this film and the next film. Meaning well, Justice League. We need to League stop and, taking what people say literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a huge thing. No, I'm, I'm not saying what you What do you quick. mean by that? Mike? Okay, great example. The guy that's doing the Power Rangers film about a week ago said, you know what, we're going to make these. I can see us doing six right, or seven right, of these. Right, 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 Every, you know, heroic right. Hollywood, Power Rangers making six or seven movies. Going to make yeah. six Power No, he said, well, we're going to make, yeah. we can, I can see us doing six or seven of these. And now they retracted it. It's like, yeah. it's an interview. The guy's talking. Like, this yeah. guy, 
we can't take everything these so, guys say is that's But, but what, what do you called. take about the tone of what he said? Does that bother you? Or I do think, you think, because I know you're like a sports guy, do you think he should back the franchise no matter what? Or do you think it's no, fair he of him said to speak going, his he, mind? Would, he filmed his movie. He knew what got cut. He's like, well, we what we filmed wasn't what we saw on the hey, That's screens. not what he said? That's not what he said. He's saying it's muddled. Yeah. So what they filmed, he knew. That's, what, but that's he, not what he said. You think when he's sitting there making the movie, they're sitting there doing lines like, oh, this is muddled, guys. Can we work this out? No. no the movie was muddled. Yeah, that's what he's saying. I don't know that that's true. I'm just saying you can't. Take a quote that he didn't say. Right. You're interpreting something that he didn't say. He said the movie was muddled. He didn't say that what we shot was, was perfect. Mu- mm-hmm. He doesn't refer to what they shot. So, mm. again, you know. Maybe, so you think he was he making the movie the whole time going, oh, this is shit. It's muddled. Why, why is it going to go up on the big screen? I think it's I really hard to see when you're in the yeah. I think it's hard when you're filming this to be but like, ooh, maybe this isn't good. That's not what an actor's job film- is. An actor's job is to do their job and be and in character. And your actor's job is to know your entire script and you've got it in front of you and you know from point A to point B where your character goes. If from well, point A to yeah, point B... Yeah, but what B, your character does in a script and what the script looks like isn't guess, necessarily how it's shot or what it looks like well, on that's camera. That's what I'm saying. It's we'll, out of his... We'll have to have this conversation after June 29th, but I'm saying I do think it was muddled in the production. That's the point of view that I'm taking, is that it was muddled because they, when the, the film that they started mm-hmm. evolved as they went, and it was muddled. Well, I, I think, think it was they, muddled all over the place, I and think. I think that's... So if we see the film on the 28th, and we're like, wow, that, that was perfect, that made perfect sense, then, you know, great. Then we can... And I'll be like, wow, you know what? That's think, the one that they should have put out. I think also when they made the film originally, I do think they knew they were going to have to cut it to a certain time. That's my guess. I, yeah, that one comment. Of course. I mean, I think it's it's clear clear that you're not gonna you're not gonna find the greatest success putting out a three hour film. But you know what? Zack Snyder said that it was the studio that gave him carte blanche. He said that it was him that wanted to cut the film more. Zack Snyder is the one that said, and you go back and look at this quote. He said that the film, the original cut, was way longer, and it was really him that wanted to cut it. That I mean, at least that's what he inferred that it wasn't the studio well, that insisted that I, he cut I it. I guess once we see Ultimate Cut, we'll decide if that was a good decision or not. Because um, I think people would have been fine with the half hour. You know, what's so interesting is that the entire chat wants us to move on from this, but I feel like this is one of our only pieces of news. From yeah, I know, right. I, they just want to see us love each other. What do you guys That's want? You want to talk about see us TV fight. shows that didn't air so the UK's actually caught up? I mean, what else are we going to do? <laughs> well, we got the list here. We got the list. No, here's a story. Yeah. Okay, let's go on the list. So Stephen Amell was on Larry King now. Stephen Amell. That's Hello. A- uh, That's he's, good. Thank you. I thought mine was really good, and none of you guys gave me the credit that your I deserve. Your English was so good. Now I will you not can go back and watch credit. the playback on this episode. Look now at my I will face not during be your English credit accent. Where credit is due elsewhere because I did not get what uh, I deserve. I think is, Larry uh, King is fantastic. Continue, Larry. His, his name is uh, Stephen Amell uh, from CW Green Arrow. Hello. What do you have to say? Well, what did he say? He said, I've spoken with people within DC, and they said there's no plan to bring Green Arrow to the cinematic universe, but things change. Okay. This is no surprise. What Stephen Amell, I know we'll talk about Willa Holland, what she comes out and says, what Grant Gustin has come out and said, what all the CW people have come out and said, is that they're frustrated. And I understand it. They're frustrated that they weren't cast in the movies. They're frustrated that these universes are not tied together. They're frustrated that their characters may or may not be being seen on the big screen. There's, a, like, a lot of different levels to this. Are they fr- and I get it. What? You I, do? I'm just, I'm just wondering yeah, if, I I'm, I'm just wondering if they're frustrated when they cash their series regular paychecks and yeah. have steady work for 10 months out of the year. I'm not saying that they're right. I don't think so. I'm not saying they're right. I'm saying I get it. I get Stephen Amell, who is sitting there because everybody is still upset when this article comes up everybody's like oh remember back in the day when he stood up for Grant Gustin when the Flash was cast and they didn't cast Barry Allen as Grant Gustin and Stephen Amell came out and said you guys should have picked Grant Gustin now I understand what he was doing. I think that it was a sweet sentiment. What he was doing was also setting himself up so if there was a Green Arrow in the universe, it wasn't like, I should be the Green Arrow. It was like, we all should have been all of those roles. But at the same time, this is a decision that the DC Cinematic Universe is making, yeah. or the, the DC EU, I guess, because it's including the TV universe. This is the decision. So they made this decision. It's not like they're including Grant Gustin, but they're not including you, Stephen Amell. It's not like they're including Stephen Amell, but not Grant Gustin. They're, they made this choice. It's on a different earth, and that's the way it is. Yeah. I'm fine with the decision. I, I mean, there's, I'm there's fine with it, too. TV actors, there's film actors. Some people can obviously yeah. do both. You're, you're not going to see Chris Evans popping up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a five-minute cameo. Well, we did. You know Chris Evans? Uh, well, in, like, flashbacks and scenes. And that was already filmed, and they the clipped it. First, yeah. Yeah. He did not walk onto the set at ABC Studios with his Captain America it's, outfit to film it. No. It, look, it, at, look at a perfect example is Jamie Alexander. Look at her when she's on Thor. Didn't look Beautiful right, right? costume. This yeah. expensive. They show up on Shield. She looked like somebody bought a party yeah. supermarket. It's like it, you can't. I agree, but the, I, the, you the, can't the, the do thing, it, the guys. Thing. I'm gonna 
going to make everyone Sam happy Jackson and did. really, cool. really agree with Mike Kalinowski here. I've always said that this was a bad mm-hmm. idea. I never thought. It just like the tone and the look and yeah, the feel are so different. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just don't think anybody here knows what they're talking about. No, like, I don't. And, I, and, and while I like that the Netflix Marvel is in the same world as the cinema Marvel, you know, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Marvel, I think, it do, it feels really... It just wow. The look just looks totally wacky. It just I doesn't was, feel like the same world. So I you're was, saying the Netflix world does, though. No, I was watching... I'm probably on my seventh version, seventh bin watching of Daredevil season two. It's probably my favorite thing Marvel has done. But now, after watching that in Civil War, I cannot see Charlie Cox on an Avengers. Could you movie. see Rosario yeah. Dawson? Nope. You could it, not see her coming in on an I Avengers could. movie. Different. It yeah. is different. The tone of like Civil War. It's like things are blowing up, but we're it's fun and we're having fun and it, the stakes. It's just a different vibe they've created. Well, don't tell and, me. And the directors, Russo brothers, have now said. You know, it's tough. I don't know if we can make it's, it work anymore. Right. Marvel TV and Marvel those. Comics are now in the same sort of pocket, and the, and the studio is totally different. And this yeah. is also from that same Casada interview. Like, Casada will, will talk about the TV, which Loeb runs, right? And then right. the comics. And, and yes, different. they're still affiliated, but Marvel Studios is totally separate it right is. now. I don't disagree. I do not so disagree. Mike, I mean, you know, uh, Johnny, what were you going to say? You know does disagree? Willa Holland uh, from Arrow, mm-hmm. she was... She was, yeah, but that's okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, she had some crazy choice words this week. She says, It was annoying at first, and then when Stephen found out there was going to be a Justice League movie, it only seemed rightly so that he should be playing Green Arrow on as well as Grant playing Flash. It seemed like the right normal answer. Once they said no, you can't really fight against them, uh, them for it because they are the people that gave us the job in the first place. You have to sit on your hands and be like, okay, I get it. And then she also said Suicide Squad um, pretty much ruined Harley Quinn for the show as well as their Arkham Asylum. So she's... To me, this is someone I don't know how well she knew what I, I gotta say. She... I'm, I'm I'm really contradicting myself right here because I want to hear Jeremy Irons talk about that stuff, and I want this girl to shut the hell up, right? <laughs> and maybe that's just because Jeremy Irons has earned that respect over like a 35 year career, and like I don't know who this person is. She's like a mediocre actress at best, who's really lucky to be a series and she's regular a very, on this show. Very talented and actress. Like, Okay, okay, that's your opinion. My guess is she didn't know the world before she got the job, and so she doesn't really quite get it on that level, is my guess. Again, guys, you're thinking about this too big. You have a job. They have a job. Now, their job is to be on this TV show, and they see opportunity to be in the movies, and they think, we could do that. And you think, all right, this is my co-star. He shows up to work every day. I want to fight for him. I don't think she's legitimately... A DC person who, right, like we can sit down and be like, well, she knows what she's talking about. She's thinking about what's best for this universe. She's thinking about her co-star. She's thinking about getting him a job. I right, think, and that's I, all it is. Right, and I, and I, so again, like I said, I get it. I get what they're doing, and I appreciate yeah. what they're doing for each other. Now, is it the right move? I don't think so. Uh, especially Willa Holland, who I do think is a very talented actress, but is clearly the most mentally checked out human being. Cal Alfan 49 says Amel sucked in TMN2 and 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 X shiny diver X says Adam stop being a jackass. Yeah. I Just, heard Amel's like the best thing in the movie. I heard he's like charismatic and like it brings a lot of fun to the movie. Oh, oh look, everything's subjective. Everything's subjective. Okay, I'll say this. Amel could I see him five years from now, longer hair, a goatee showing up as yeah. a different as a green arrow in the cinematic universe? I could see that, sure. But the CW Arrow thing that they no, he would not fit with Ben okay. Affleck on the big screen. Okay, take him out of it. Do you want to see Green Arrow in sure, the film? Sure, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, throw a goatee on him. <laughs> There's Green Arrow, Oliver Queen, right there, done. Cam- Cameo, or you legitimately want that? Like he should be in it. He's part. Of, he's part of the league. Mm. He's in there. Okay. Sylvia Love says Gustin don't even do comic cons. Uh, what? I, I don't think that's true. Wasn't hey, he at the last one? I don't know. I just randomly picked a comment and mm-hmm. said it. All right. Hey, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Well, okay then. Uh, Russell Crowe actually uh, said this week, after he was being interviewed by someone, he said, uh, talking about Superman movies that were supposed to happen uh, prior to, well, BBS, I guess, he said there were a number of Superman movies, but I think they made the decision to jump past those and go to the idea of Batman and Superman in the same film. And we, you might remember back in October 2014, right before the show started, uh, Warner Brothers did say there would be a new Superman solo film. So yeah. I guess they kind of... <laughs> I, 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 he signed on for a bunch Russell of Russell Crowe makes me giggle. Just like, did you see Nice Guys? Oh, yeah, he's awesome. I did. Oh, I've heard, I did see that. I have heard so many I mean, weird things about him. People that are like, ugh. Oh, yeah. Like sex things? No, a disaster to work with. Oh. Yeah, no. And I don't think very positive things about him, but I think he's a great performer. And listening to him Do you guys think he'll this. be back? Do you think we'll see Jor-El in any capacity? He signed on for stuff. 
I mean, uh, I, I feel know. like we will. I think possibly he's in, in, there. In, a, in, a, in a, he's there. Possibly in that trippy resurrection situation. Like, we don't know how Superman's coming back. Nope. Okay? I could certainly see some sort of Jor-El ghost kind of thing. Like, if he's going to be with the, um, what, what's the uh, the name for the thing in the Fortress Helix. Yeah. Either the, that the or the, there's also the other thing that he was, like, locked inside the Matrix or something. The birthing gets, chamber. Yeah, yeah. The birthing chamber. The, uh, the Codex. The Codex. Is that thing we're talking no, about? I'm thinking about the one from the comics that, Helix. like, he was actually, okay. Elrond. Elrond, yes. Elrond was in there. Was it? Elrond. I don't know. I think, do you guys think we're going to see uh, Russell again? I do think we'll see him in some kind but of trippy sequence. even during Man of Steel, he was so, I've heard mixed stories about him. Uh, from also working as a guide for Yeah, from studios. Russell. Yeah. Some people say when he takes trips with his family, he shies away from people. And then other people said, nope, he'll see people. And they're like, you want a picture? Come on over. And he'll take the camera and take a picture with them. It just depends on his mood that day. Well, he's a smoker. Maybe when he's but, trying to give up smoking. I remember during days, Man of Steel, cool. he was so into this movie and wanting to promote it and talk about it. And he loved it. So I think he loves, I think he's disappointed he didn't get his second film. Uh, I would have loved to see a Michael Shannon, him movie of Zod and Jarrell before kal I would mm. love to see that on Krypton. Mm. That's a movie. Well, that's maybe they're both going to be on the sci-fi show. That's definitely no. something that could happen. <laughs> yeah, oh, those you know two actors are going to pop on sci-fi channel. But yeah, they're assigned to the full season. Oh, yeah, you know, we, Charlie Hunnam. He would make a great Oliver no, Queen. Terrible. You know oh, what we haven't gone to yet? Uh, Suicide Squad posters. Oh, yeah, posters. Let's go squad. Let's break indeed. up all this yapping okay. and check out some cool posters. Rest of that, say, I'm just talking my British accent. So, I love just that. Stop. Did you hear this? Somebody just said they heard Tom Welling was trying to get trying to get Tom Welling to guess this. The actual really? Superman. I, I think that would uh, be Supergirl? great. Uh, yeah, on Supergirl okay. or in something. Right. Yeah. Well, Look at this go. poster. First things first. Uh, you got everyone on there. Solid. I like that. Mm-hmm. We'll just we'll just run down the. There you go. So this someone in chat Jaw roll just mentioned that this, this is Jake and Todd, Jason Todd Jokerized. That's what someone in chat roll. A couple people have said. Oh, right. that is trolling. Well, just, <laughs> yeah, that's not. Please, uh, I'm just saying that's what they're saying. That does not true until wow, it's true. What kind of what kind of uh, bat stance is that? What kind of how's she holding that? I don't thing? know. I was thinking that. Well, how's she holding that bat? What's the... no? She's holding it like she's gonna poke you. Oh, like, uh, like this. Like, poke you. Like, that's that's she's holding it just so you could read the good night. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. that's I the best. So. Book. She's about to do something. There's mm. dead shot. All right. Mm. I like with the mask on. Oh yeah. Give me the yeah. mask. And lastly, the S- we can't keep the mask on too long. Kwad. No, it's Will Smith. That's you're paying for. Yeah. You got to show that mug. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you guys see, I think it was Empire Magazine, it was the Joker, and they had those, I don't know what they are, they're on desks, and it's a little ball, and you pick it up, and it smacks back and forth, oh, no. and he's going like that's this, cool. and it's Harley, and the rest are there. Oh, it's, that's it's, cool. I think it's Empire Magazine, it just came out recently. Oh, huh. it's so good looking. Go it's, but it's him with the Harley, showing that that's the wrecking ball, and it caused all the problems. Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, posters are cool. This is the kind of thing that when I go to the <laughs> movies, and I start to see these, I'm going to get really, really excited. And you know what, guys? It's like... In a month, we're going to start hearing about actual screenings of this movie, too. Like, Yeah. Because it'll be July. There was a screening. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We did hear the early like, screenings. Like the yeah. tweets. That yeah. came right. out. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't... I know, but we're going to start to hear from people that we actually know. And trust. And yeah. that's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't but, believe in those, because, you know... Then uh, I don't have to make up the tone in which people tweeted things out, like I did with Adam last week. Right, right. No, I'm... Listen... Like I said, there's no reason to be anything but positive until there's a reason to be anything other than that. And, uh, okay, here's a... Okay, whoa, whoa, give it to it, me, Mikey. Well, we were talking about, about this movie. Remember we were talking about reshoots on this movie and everyone's yeah. like, more fun, this and that. And if you notice the tone online, there have been... Rogue One, massive reshoots happening. And yeah. being said, to add more fun because it's not... But no one's talking about it. Um, I mean, the, the little bit, but it wasn't yeah. the murmurs that this movie got. I'll tell and you. I, think, I hate that. Uh, well, I'll tell you why, and I and and and, and here's why. First of all, they're coming off a, a really well received film. Okay, so it's and the goodwill. So the goodwill. It's, it's goodwill. All right. Goodwill goes a long way. And I'll step and, back and, then. and but, I will say, like one of the things I was excited about Rogue One is that it was going to be like this, the like, darkness, right? And and and. And they're yes. hedging their bet, maybe. But I think they're that like might be the right call because but I think that them seeing it going. Oh, this doesn't fit like episode seven. Yeah. It's this is different. Gareth Which Edwards. Is, I think everyone wants is this different. So Suicide Squad. I don't think of Gareth Edwards as having like a light tone with no. like humor. No, like, I think Godzilla's pretty dire. Yeah. The Monsters movie was kind of dire. But again, reshoots are common. These are, but they oh, really, yeah. they really got on top of this. Going, no, right, we are adding more fun. Like, but yeah. the Rogue One they thing is, they're this. saying the executives are not happy. That and Suicide Squad, that was not 
was the ever said. No. They were just said, we hear rumors that it's a mess and we're putting more fun, but no one ever came out and said it's... Again, I, I, I attribute that to the, the Will thing. Can we okay. go back to this poster for a second? Please. Because I, in the chat, Shiny Diver said... Uh, laugh my ass off. They put the women in the background. Lame. I hadn't even noticed that, but this year, oh. I was a little you surprised. Know, uh, maybe it just depends. The fact that Harley's in the background, I can understand the other two, but yeah. Harley being in the background, that is kind of weird. I yeah. mean, I believe that's where women belong, but I mean, that's weird that you would want to put a big star so far back there. Uh, oh, it's so fun all to your sit email next to you right now. To what? Adam Gertler at. What? I get no, the crap true. that I get sometimes, and that. Well, because I obviously know he's kidding. Goodwill. Oh. No, everybody knows him. Did they just kill my microphone? I think you're, you're out. We can have the trap door set for you. I find yeah. it interesting how Enchantress almost looks like she's trying to sneak out of the photo. She's like, I, I don't know. That's a good... That's like, a, out or down from the yeah. photo. Enchantress so is like, just, just off to the right. Just so she I think it. the ladies are going to play a huge part in this movie. I think those three will be bigger than Slipknot... Um, Diablo, well, Rick Flag, Killer Diablo. Crop. I think they're gonna be bigger than him in this movie. I think it was you just. Think, I think Diablo placement. and Slipknot definitely don't make it Slipknot's out of this film. Dying. Alive. Slipknot's dying in the first. I think Captain minutes. Boomerang is definitely making it in the film because, yep. like, he's gonna show up in the Flash movie. I think. Yeah. Croc mm. um, staying alive. Enchantress could also die. Possibly. I think Enchantress is definitely going. I think Katana's sticking around. I think Katana's sticking around. We know Deadshot's definitely sticking because I don't think Katana's even gonna be that huge of a role. So I still feel like. The pl- I don't know how the plot for the Suicide Squad runs concurrent with the Joker story. Like I still feel those are like separate He's stories. He's the loose cannon. Are, they're like concurrent. I don't know. It's wild. I uh, like how little we know about months, the plot of this film. Two months away. Two yeah, months? about two, yeah, two months. Well, August. Uh, yeah, just about August fifth. Ah, okay, almost there. Next, uh, James Wan uh, was quoted this week talking about how to manage the expectations of DC fans. Obviously, we know <laughs> Aquaman comes out July twenty seventh, two thousand eighteen. So we have over two years to wait. But he said, I think it's a world that is so difficult to control and always expectations of fans are out of this world, right? No pun intended. I know how hard it is for making Conjuring 2, how much anticipation there is just from the first movie. I think you do the best you can and tell the best story you can. Relating Conjuring relating to, Aquaman to Conjuring But yeah. just imagine the small scale. that, that I think he was, what he's saying is like on the small yeah. scale of these two movies, he didn't what want, I'm yeah. dealing with. He didn't with. want to diminish Conjuring 2, but no. he's saying like this is what it's like on Conjuring 2. Imagine what it's exactly. like. Exactly. Yeah, which is, I, I think it was well phrased. Very and well I do, phrased. And I do think the DC audience, and not just DC, Marvel, comic books in general, like, we we're tough. It's tough, and no. managing the expectations. Yeah. So yeah, he's. Have you guys seen Conjuring? It's. I'm not a horror fan. Me neither. I oh, it's terrifying. But I, I want to fan. see it, and because I, I just got to pass this to go see the Conjuring two. Oh boy! So I really want to go see the it's, Conjuring, but it's is it really scary? This one, the Conjuring two, I'll is based off on. of. Uh, okay. It's based off of a you know a true story and one of the most terrifying. That's a Patrick Wilson, right? Hauntings that ever happened. Yeah, one. And that's yeah. It's those kind of movies really hit too close to home for me because I'm a big paranormal geek okay. and shit like that is, mm. but it's it's terrifying Juan is saying all the right stuff he's in a good position I feel like we heard him flex his muscles a couple of weeks ago and now I think I, this is again this is just me this nerd over here interpreting reading the, the, the tea leaves but I feel the like tea leaves. I'm reading the tea leaves and I feel like it could be crazy, and maybe I'm being an optimist we'll get here. Get to it. I'm excited now. What's going on? I feel on? like he's happy with some of the internal changes that have happening and, like, what's going on producerially Wise. leading into his film. I love that word, producerially. Yeah, producerially. We got, we got I feel like mix. he was... He was acting up a little bit, saying stuff, and now I feel like he's... We got our Feige now. He made that joke about, you know, like, oh, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be way lighter. I'm going to put some cameras down there. You're going to throw put a lot of Lecos and light, lights down there. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited about this. I'm excited about this film. And remember, there were rumors, and there were just rumors that he was debating walking off, and there was clearly. different well, to me, the big, to Definitely, me, definitely clearly but rumors, me, but I'm saying that this is him coming out The and quote saying, when like, he was said, when he said, if I can make the kind of movie I want to make, it will be... Like, he was basically drawing a line in the sand there. Right, but and my, then well, there were the rumors is, that he was going to walk away. Well, my point is, I think right now, he wants his name to be positively attached to this film. So yes. he's talking about expectations. Yes, so coming out fair enough. Way. Hey, just there to let go. you know, a lot of people, the chat wants to hear Mikey talk a little bit about Rebirth oh, at gonna. some point. We're, so, we're, okay. we're going to get there. Uh, we're going to get there, guys. Bruce Tim calls Killing Joke the darkest story yet. His quote is, Probably the darkest story that has ever been told with those two characters up until that time. The idea of adapting the story always kind of terrified me because of how relentlessly grim and bleak it is. And what happens to Barbara Gordon in the story is still very controversial to this day. And yeah. to piggyback off that, Mark Hamill says, I hope people understand when they say it's R-rated, they mean it. I'll take this one. Uh, duh. 
Yeah. Like, duh, that's it's, what we knew was happening. This is like, it's like, it was a non-news. Yeah. Like, I was like, we but know it's going to be this. This is a dark story, not just because of violence, but because of the type of violence. Sodomy. And exactly. Gross and, sodomy. And real, real horrible stuff that goes like, on. Branding irons and stuff from my did you remember did you comics? hear that this this story was delayed the production twice once because of the shooting that happened after Dark Knight Rises uh, actually first because of Watchmen because of the lukewarm reception oh, when, of Watchmen when they wanted to do it they wanted saying. to do it other times and then again after Dark Knight Rises because of the shooting huh. it's it's a really heavy story and like listen people I'm I'm not, I don't I don't dislike. A dark tone. I like a dark tone. Um, oh yeah, you know, especially with yeah. a Batman story. Oh yeah, um, and this is a classic story. And but it's not a crowd pleaser. So I, I give them a lot of props for even putting it out. I give them props on all these animated films. They really. It seems like they do three a year. Two of them are set kind of in a new fifty two ish. It's it's reaching world. a much smaller audience though. You know what I but mean? It's okay. Like they don't. Th- spend no, that time. is okay. That it just means that they're. It's going to be. You know, it's kind of like with, with the, again with the Captain America thing, like all these people reacting mm. to the because it was a news item. Yeah, and they're not comic book readers, and they're people that are familiar with Captain America and the movies. And like, I read the comic book, and I was just like, oh, okay, it's a new story. He's not going to yeah. be really Hydra. It's a I don't, yeah. trick in two episodes, two issues. He'll reveal that he wasn't that. And mm-hmm. um, real quick, you mentioned Dark Knight Rises. Uh, yeah. There was a small little blurb uh, mid July. They're releasing the Nolan trilogy. Uh, they're, they released a huge box set when Dark Knight Rises came out when it had a huge hour and a half long documentary called The Fire Rises. It was only part of this $120 right. set. They never released it before. They're releasing that, the DVDs. It's going to be like $22. I'm going to buy it myself because I never got that Blu-ray uh, documentary. So that's out there. It's going to be coming soon. Just check I actually Amazon. don't have, I don't own Dark Knight Rises actually. No, you buy this trilogy. I'm going to get this all one, three, yeah. You know, and you get an hour and a half. Spe- this documentary was made for this film. Was Dark Maybe Knight. Mikey Christmas will come and give it Maybe. to you. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Dark Knight was the first Blu-ray I ever bought, by the oh, way. Really? Oh, yeah. Couldn't wait for that. All right, what else we got? Because I know we don't have much more time. Well, really quick, I mean, do you want to hit TV time really fast, and then we'll talk Rebirth before we go? Uh, sure. Uh, t- I mean, we have to at least play the song. It's time for and Roxy Stratus TV time. Sing along with me this time. This time. Roxy Stratus TV what time. Roxy Stratus TV 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 time. Okay, so it played, but I guess really what we should have done is talked about Willa Holland <laughs> during TV time, uh, right. and we already did. Yeah, but we kind of gone. You know, uh, here's the deal: we already mentioned the only thing we have is Preacher. It's airing on Sundays. We didn't get an episode this past week. There was a talking Preacher. Uh, that's all we got. I'm really excited for the next episode. But we can tie into with Legends of Tomorrow character corner, right? Is that yeah, I, I finally caught up on my TV. Uh, Rick Tyler. Rex Tyler, I should say, popped up, who was part of the JSA Hour yeah. Man. I'm going to go into character corner on him soon. Cool. Uh, I did not like the Flash finale. I, it, the final image of John Wilson's ship in the suit got spoiled to me. Mm-hmm. I, don't kinda, it, I thought it looked a little silly, too. It looked really silly, but I still loved it. To me, what me was better was him meeting Amanda Pays and saying, Hey, I'm Henry Allen. Hi, I'm Tina McGee. That to me, that was cool. Me, right? Yeah. I was like, that to me, the chemistry. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it was but I was awesome. so bummed, and then he died because I kind of wanted them to have a little fling. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I knew the Iron Mask. That wasn't a. It was a terrible. The way they shot it was a terrible reveal because you could tell because yeah. of his hair. You're like, what's Henry Allen? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I know. I love Grant Gustin. I think he's a great actor, but he just whined. It's almost like, and I, I thought about it today. It's almost like a Mel for the first two seasons of Arrow. Okay, how stoic and dark is this guy gonna be? And it's the way it's written, but he just seems like he's always like. It's so interesting. I thought he nailed it. So no, I'm not saying he's a great actor. I think he's phenomenal. He's crying when he was losing his mom, you know, his dad, and I'm like, he's so good. But this Barry Allen, I'm like, okay, it's been two seasons. You need to move on from this. Let's just like Arrow. He finally got out of that funk he was in for right. two or three seasons. So do you think it's just going to be complete alt reality? I don't know and, what to do now. How much of season three is going to be alt reality? I have no idea. It's got to be at least a little. Do you bit. think we're going to see Jesse Quick as a speedster and Wally West as a yes. speedster in this new alt reality? I don't. Uh, well, at least in season, this next season, yes, at some point. Some people are talking Flashpoint. Like, yeah. well, that's what it's. Seen. I mean, it is the start of Flashpoint. I mean, like right from the comics, and even in Rebirth, well, they talk about that actual with his mom being scene. there. And people are saying yeah. the finale is going to change Arrow and Legends as well. I'm on Legends. Yeah, I love Legends. They, and, any and of Legends Supergirl. was awesome. And Supergirl. How many episodes? Though, because like, okay, between Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, and Legends, you've got like 80 episodes of television. Yeah, it's fantastic. Is that all going to weave into one story? I doubt it, but because it just seems too, can. too ambitious. We'll see. But I know it's going to be a lot in Flash. 
it's going to be crazy. I, I'm really, really, really interested to see I, how this all plays out together. I'm excited. Well, with that said, Mikey, uh, people have been clamoring for yeah. it. I know you want to talk get about it. it. Get into some Rebirth. Do you guys know what's going on with it? It's like DC's big... Did you? We, we talked about it a little bit last week. Okay. I did. Yeah. I did pick it up uh, it was, the day before. The first issue came and, out. And if you're not a comic reader, or if you've been away for a while, the Rebirth is a great place to jump in. I think it's. It brought me back because I, I was thinking about it. The New Fifty Two. It was like they were like individual stories. Like Batman was good, but I'd go to. It then became Christian Gordon, and at the same time on Justice League, it was Batman's Bruce always Wayne. Good. I mean, that, but it was Bruce Wayne yeah. and Batman, so it was just like. I'd pick them up for single issues and read the story, and it's fine. But it yeah. never had the sense of history. And now the JSA is coming back, and all these legacy characters that yeah, the JSA it ring. felt like I was reading a comic from the '80s again. Yeah, and I started picked up the four new ones. It just felt like it had history, and they're embracing, mm. and there's hope. And he's still Batman. He's still dark. But yeah, what do you think of this? Just, what do you think of the fact that Jeff Johns wrote this comic, and right. we know he's not writing any comics for the seeable future because he's got this new job? Is that a coincidence? Is that really going to affect the, the, the TV and the why movie I want to talk about they're talking to Roxy on this. I think this is going to filter through everything in DC, yeah, and bring this sense of hope. I mean, well, how do you feel on that? With the Watchmen is now canon. I think that DC is so universe. crazy. I mean, I it's weird. It's hard to hate it because it's not going to make me like The Watchmen any less. Like, right. that is its own story. Right. Yeah. I think it's bold storytelling. Yeah. I think it's bold and, and ballsy, and I, I, I dig it. Jeff Johns has said Dr. Manhattan is not the villain. He's the antagonist. Okay. And also think about this. If you've read uh, Rebirth 1, guys, uh, they show a scene with Bruce looking at three different Jokers. It, well, now, that's, okay, so what is that about? They're talking that one of them might be the comedian. Oh, that's interesting. They're saying there's a Mr. Oz character Who's in... But there were three different images in the top. comic. None of them were the comedian. They were all different right. versions but of the Joker. But they're saying one of those is the comedian. This is all uh, Blake, speculation. Was, yeah, Blake. Speculation. Have you, have you picked up any of this week's yes, Rebirth I, yes. books? Oh. Uh, Superman, they're saying, is Dr. Ozyman... Or is saying he's Ozyman Dias. This character, Dr. Or Mr. Oz in Superman's books, before it's kind of going to Rebirth. <gasps> they're saying Pandora from the New 52 was Rorschach. Or the question was Warshack. Okay. But here's a great one. Coming out in Batman next week, there's two new heroes introduced to Gotham. It's a guy right. and a girl. Right. They're like Team Gotham or something, right? Aren't they Night called? Owl and Silk Spectre. Oh. And this is my guess. Interesting. Because there was a shot where they see the bat symbol like, should we go? And he's like, no, it's not for us. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> and they look the same. They're the same kind of age-ish. That's very interesting. So it's folding Watchmen. I think it's... it's A lot of people are saying it's hearsay to you know, mess with that, but... It's heresy. Heresy. Yeah. Did I say it wrong? I did. You say something else, but it's both. It's potentially, but I think it's I think it's brilliant. It just I mean, Green Arrow and Black Canary are back together. It's just such a good stepping off point. I think. Wally West was was oh is white again, and, but, and, the, but the black African American one is still there. They, and they explained and the way that they're related. They, they're that was there. the wackiest Both part to me. Yeah, like they had a common relative. They did a scene where. They showed the Flash talking to Bruce, and it was just like in Batman Superman. It was just like, like he's, he's like, oh, wrong time. I'm not, I'm not strong enough. I can't be pulled through. Yes. And it was all about, you know, Wally West huh. being trapped in the Speed Force. And, yeah. you know, Osmond died, or, or Dr. Manhattan Which, took if you 10 watch years the show, from... you can relate to. That's yes. why it was, it was great to watch the season two finale. And then the next day, I picked up Rebirth. And then it, it like, it even mentions that Flashpoint thing. Yeah. And so it, you know. He's trapped in the Speed Force, and he goes to, like, Iris. And Iris's love is not enough to pull him out, but he goes and finds Barry. And it was Barry's love and their bond that pulled him out. And it's just this moment. I'm like getting teared yeah. up reading it. You're just like, oh my god! It just brought everything back, and like they're all back, and the ten years of their lives were wiped away. Now mm-hmm. they have to figure out like what happened. Well, and just think about it. You've got Ozymand- or uh, who's the smartest man in the world, versus Batman, the right. world's greatest tech. Can you imagine the stories that would happen with the two of them? Yeah. Oh my god! And just the idea that like you know with Doctor Manhattan, like he refers in the comic, the original Watchmen, about how he is in all these places at once, and how little time means. Like. They sort of infer their own multiverse in Watchmen. Yeah. And so that's playing with that yeah. idea. Like, the idea of the multiverse that is like, well, these things are all real, even though they're all separate. Mm-hmm. Reality it, it, is subjective. And in the comics, one of the Earths is the Charleston characters, which is Rorschach, Question, Blue Beetle, which 
Frank Miller wanted to use for the Watchmen characters, but they couldn't at the time, so he created these new characters. Right. So there is a multiverse with those characters. And, and, and now what about this? Okay, so this, someone... Uh, 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 the chat? Yeah, somebody in the chat just said the New 52. Sorry, I can't pronounce your name. New 52 oh. is like a bad dream. They, they refer to the New 52 as like... And then there was something like Lamont, 10 years... Yeah. Lamontia. They were... 10 years were taken away, yeah. and everybody appeared younger, which is the New 52. Yeah. So they're... It was weird. And... and and, and then so like the Superman, so they killed the new Fifty Two Superman. He's gone. And then the, and the current Superman is what the the old Superman who's been, who's been living. Out. Yeah, he's been hiding. But he's the classic barrel chested, which adult is good Superman. to see again. Because yes. I gotta say, I did not like the high neck collar as much and, as I love John Romita Jr.'s art. Um, I know. I love his art, and I hope he can introduce. I really miss Superman looking like Superman. Matthew Leach, I just saw you in the chat there. He said the BBS soundtrack goes great with Rebirth. I have to. Say, I was. Listening to that soundtrack when I was reading oh, Rebirth too, and it wow. was so good. It like got me emotional reading it. It fits oh. so perfectly. So All Matthew right. Leach, buddy, absolutely, pal. That good was stuff. fantastic. Rebirth, pick it up, guys. Go give him a shot. I'm yeah. so excited you know, for Wonder Woman. We could even, so excited. We could even try to add in a little Rebirth section every day after TV time, perhaps. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We're TV. It's gonna I'm be. I'm gonna read it. You got it. They're so good. I, it just Batman, Superman, Green Arrow, and Green Lantern. Fifty Two never out. really sucked me in. I tried, was, and I just couldn't get excited. Like the books, they started to pile up. I told, like I know when I get a bunch of comics, like which ones I have to read right away, and I'd be looking at those comics, and it felt like a chore. I was reading Batman. Always and the, the Batman League, first. And yeah. That's it. Yeah, I, I've slowly over the five years dwindled down to maybe five books a month and I was it sucked oh one thing but, I wanted to mention the, the the news that The Rock is now going to play Doc Savage do you think how do you think that affects the Shazam what? I know Shazam okay. so, someone wanted me to say Shazam it, I just did it that just was, further pushes that was loud. Mikey's point I think you said it oh, last week you don't what? think it's happening no, no, no. But, I, I said I did think it's happening. He didn't think no, it's happening. No, he just signed out for Doc Savage. So weird. I was like, he's done. Rock, everyone wants him in his movies. He's too busy. So weird. Come on. I know. I let's know. Say, let's say he does. God, let's say he never has time for his family and does Rock, gonna two, two or three movies a year. <laughs> still right. So he has no time for, him, for his family. No, I think he, all he can do is movies. So he's got three movies a year he can do. Yeah. I don't uh, yeah, it seems weird. It seems. Um, uh, and then the one other thing, uh, we are starting to wind down now. I just wanted to mention that the uh, Flash movie, it's supposed to premiere March 16th, I believe, 2018. And then a week later is Ready Player One, Spielberg's film. Hmm. Big similarity there. So do you think that there's a chance that, that the I mean, I know DC has been moving some, some dates around. I think some do dates you think, are going to move. Because that's like too big. I mean, to I only give it one week to dominate the box uh, office. This Ready, Ready Player One is going to be huge. From, well, from what I understand, or from what I gather, the people that have read the book are so excited for this movie. I have no idea anything about it. But there's it. still two years for, right, it, for a hype right. up. And, and it's, it's Spielberg. like Steven it's Spielberg. Spielberg returning to that his old school fantasy blockbuster. Right. But, like, me, I think it's going to be huge. Let me ask you this. When, what was the last Spielberg movie? Was it Crystal Skull? It was Bridge mm. uh, Over the oh. River Spies. Oh. He is not... <laughs> his, I think that's it. You know, his, his caches. He's done more no, like Lincoln's no, he, and stuff like that. He's good, goodwill through the wazoo. Yeah, I love his films. But BFG is coming. Good. Who knows good things about BFG. where? You know, it, it sucks because nowadays it almost seems like superhero movies. That's what gets the box office, and these filmmakers, everything else is kind of sidelined to them. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, we're saying goodwill. Let's say Wonder Woman's fantastic, Suicide Squad's fantastic, Justice League kills. I think the fans will want Flash. Yeah. You oh know, no, absolutely. If we keep going. Listen, ultimately it always know? builds off of your last film. So if you know, Suicide Squad oh. crushes what? Someone in the chat. Ted Cord's back. I forgot about that. Oh, Ted right, Cord, right, 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 right. Ted Cord there. And Ray Palmer was stuck in the ma- in the microverse. Ray yeah. Palmer, Ted Cord, yeah. all these great oh. characters that oh, I forgot so because the new fifty two just kind of Oh and Dark Knight, did you read Dark Knight Master Race four? Yes, I'm up, up. It's good. I love it. I should have waited till I had them all. Because I have now a I'm great like, time. They, they like, go too fast. I, I'm loving the Dark Knight I am. Books. I'm loving it. That, because it feels like it exists in that world, which is very separate. Yes. And again, not much, to get back to the Much better than but, the Dark Knight, was it three? Or two, two. strikes oh, again. So. Speaking of Spielberg, uh, Charlie Oates in chat roll says that Spielberg should also make E.T. 2, The Revenge. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Why not? 
And it's going to be rated R. Yeah, let's do it. A lot of sensuality. A lot of of E.T. sensuality. That glowing finger that goes places that you cannot fathom. Yes, it does. I think that's pretty much a show. That's a good way to end it. Adam Gertler, put yourself over. Yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you can catch me on uh, FX Movie Download Friday nights on FX. Man vs. Child. New episodes are coming back really soon. If you live in the Los Angeles area, I also happen to play harmonica with a band called The Freedom Ledges. And we have made it to the final round of an emerging artist competition. We'll be playing at Rusty's surf ranch june 23rd um so if we win that oh. night then i guess we get to open for some bands in the summer series so uh if you're around we'd love to have you june 23rd at rusty surf ranch mm. the freedom legends awesome. check us out online roxy yeah. go uh guys i'm roxy stryer find me ever at roxy stryer we're in the middle of our championship series over at screen junkies tv fights uh so on tuesday at 4 p.m matt lieberman sasha pearl raver oh, your girl my. and how rodnick will be duking it out to win the championship belt, uh, so make sure to check that out. Wait, Duke I won once. Why wasn't I in the Tournament of Champions? They've won more than you have. I've lost. Higher percentage. Mm. It's like college football, right? Like, you can never keep the stats straight. Well, it's because it's because uh, Clark Quasto is one undefeated, but Johnny LaQuasto's lost he, many. He lost many. Oh. Good, Mike. I'm at Mike, I put myself over. Yeah, put yourself. <laughs> at Mike Kalinowski on Twitter. You can find me at Character Corner. Going to be talking about Our Man coming up very soon. Who yeah. just made his appearance on Legends. Uh, go read Rebirth, guys. Really good. Give it a shot. Do all mm-hmm. the one shots or the, the one shots. I know that uh, we've all cosplayed at one time or another, and I know our fans like to cosplay. Mm-hmm. Well, last week I happened to do a really funny show at the IO West. I was and, there, and uh, and Adam was there, yeah. uh, and uh, this was me as Harley Quinn. Look Shout at the- out balls on that guy yeah shout out to Alexis Torres for hooking me up with all the Harley Quinn gear and I, I yeah. think uh, how was my accent when I came out screaming it was, uh, it was really good it was a really good Harley Quinn it was a whacked out show yeah. and then at some point somebody somebody fell from the top balcony yes and he, it was, was a really good live like wrestling stunt it was really horrific that somebody just like fell from the top balcony it was the Joker I got to use the <laughs> I hit him in the tummy you he was, this guy was dressed like the 89 Joker and yes. he even did some of the dance moves yes, from, the, um, from the museum you kind yeah. of Look like Buffalo Bill from Science of the Land. Very much so. I'll take it. Uh, All right, so anyways, I'm at the American Comedy Company all this weekend in San Diego, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Coming up, uh, I'm going to be on the East Coast actually starting next week, so I won't be here, damn it. Uh, Big show's coming up um, June 15th. I'll be headlining in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. 17th in Pittsburgh. I'll be in New York City on June 10th. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And also, um, Wrestling of Padre Slamcast, we just announced we are officially moving to Fox Sports uh, the week of June 29th, which is very exciting. So please follow us at Wrestling Buds. Other than that, anything else, gang? Shazam! 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 They keep asking me to say Shazam. Oh, yeah? If if we did everything they said, then I'd be doing Bane Cat all week. Shazam! From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principal. I promise you, the dawn is coming.